0: years earlier. Ngā Roirangi, the High Priest of Te Waka, is locked in a death race with rival tohunga Hapeki The rules of this race are simple, there are no rules. Make it to the summit first and the mountain will let you become its kaitiaki. The race begins with Ngā first leap. His mōkai, Ngauruhoi in Tau. The pair leap and bound, as if possessed. They soon arrive at the first ledge, about 100 metres up the cliff face. Hape and his band of disciples are nowhere near as quick and are some distance below. But Hape has other more nefarious ideas to even up the odds. Remember, no rules. Hape punched the air and gestured to the rock just above Natoro Irangi's head. The rock collapsed, but Natoro was too quick. He evaded the falling rock and followed it. As it fell past him, taking out one of happy's men. Away. Not quite the result that happy was hoping for. A gleeful Ngatoro sent Hape a challenge. Hey, yeah. Ngatoro closed his eyes. Placed his hands on the mountainside and called out to Ruomoko, the god of earthquakes. <laughs> the cliff face shook. A couple of Hape's men lost their grip and were sent hurtling below. Hape was infuriated and responded. <laughs> Huakwe e heke mai. Kote Kote Happe gestured at a large clump of toitoi toi below and pointed at Natoro. Pākiri. The reeds shot towards Natoro like spears. This was Natoro's favorite game. He moved and contorted his body. As each of the dozen or so Toitoi toi spears narrowly missed him, embedding themselves into the rock. He caught the last spear and cast it back, impaling another of Hapi's vast, dwindling supply of warriors. Ngatoro reached out to the heavens and called. <laughs> covered the sky. The sound of hurricane-force wind heralded the coming of a blizzard that struck the mountain with an unbridled ferocity. The snow and sleet moved with blistering pace towards Hape. Turning to greet the oncoming children of Tafiri. Hape shouted, Hape and his brood were instantly frozen. Their bodies, encased in ice, plummeted into a crevice. Some shattered as they hit the exposed rocks, and the rest were cushioned by the snow as they plunged deep into the mountain. The remnants of Hape's words dissipated in the howling winds. It was not over. A thousand years later, in the year 2012 AD, the happily married couple, Pai and Hika, were halfway through the Tongariro crossing. Hika was a hard-working couch potato and professional Mona. Pai was a nice kohangareo teacher. Their three little darlings were with Nan and Koro for the weekend, which meant fizzy drinks, takeaways, and kids getting away with everything. All the normal things that grandparents do. Hika turned to his wife. (sighs) Remind me why we're doing this again, my love. It's a romantic getaway, just you and me. Well, firstly, if it's a getaway, why are we still here? And secondly, if it's just me and you, why is the rest of New Zealand on this mountain? Yeah, it's very popular time of the year. This is a very spiritual place. Well, yeah, it so is church, but you can get there by car. He car This was our special weekend, no kids. Once again, look, there's kids everywhere. <sighs> They're on a school trip. Oh, how convenient, eh? Without warning. An earthquake struck the mountain, sending everyone into a panic. Oh. oh my god, what was that? Plumes of smoke and ash began bellowing out of one of the upper craters. Parts of the mountain were breaking apart and crumbling. On the far side of Tongariro, a rock face split open, wide enough to reveal several blocks of ice. There were figures inside and in various poses. Their faces were calm and their eyes closed as if in prayer. Scalding hot vents of steam shot through the rocks all around. Some hit the frozen figures like lasers. Suddenly, a hand punched out of the ice. The fingers twitched, stretched, clenched and shook. The ice exploded and the figures all collapsed to one knee. At last, they were back. Hape and his men had returned. It was mayhem on the mountain. Tongariro was still shaking and ash clouds were still spewing. Kids were crying, tourists were running and some idiots were filming the whole thing. Everyone headed back down the mountain and Pai started following. Pai, where are you going? the same way everyone else is going. I choose life. But the upper car park is that way. Our car is that way. So I'm, I'm gonna go that way. So the fact that everyone else is going that way and you're the only genius going the opposite way doesn't dampen your spirits? Oh, yeah, I agree. What? I have a genius car. <laughs> he got turned and headed off up the hill. Hika, Hika, Tai hoa. I'm coming. When you get burnt to a crisp, you're going to need a witness. Haope and his men shook off the ice. Five of them remained. They were dressed for warmer climates. Each one had a maro and a war belt stuffed with a variety of weapons. They had short rain capes around their shoulders and in their top knots were meticulously detailed combs. They had deeply carved tāmoko on their faces, legs, and buttocks. They were figures of might and power. Hape looked around. They took heed of the environment and noted that the mountain was erupting. This must surely be the work of Ngātoroirangi, they thought. They looked up towards the summit where they saw two figures in the distance, coming over the ridge. How did they get there so fast? Pai and Hika froze. They tried to follow where the sound came from and they could just make out a number of figures below. (laughs) See there, I thought you said we were the only ones going this way. Look. See, more geniuses heading to their cars, ha, <laughs> Trying to get the attention of the climbers, Hika called out. Hello down there. Hika had a huge voice. Thank you, Kapahaka. Oh, sheesh, they can't have heard me. Hey, you guys better get a move on. on, on, on. Hika's voice was echoing all around Happe and his men which caused an avalanche. A shower of rocks took out one of Hape's men. Hape and his men began to ascend quickly, mistakenly thinking that Na Rangi's powers were gaining in strength the closer he got to the top. The mountain was still bellowing out smoke, and there were a number of aftershocks. Gas and steam was still shooting out in places. Hagar, on. Hagar. On. He got pulled out his smokes and lit up. How can you smoke at a time like this? Ah, uh, very easily. It's it's very soothing. Pai's hands were on her hips. Seriously, look, the mountain is smoking, and I'm just ah. She threw her hands in the air in frustration. Letting out a sigh, Hika thoughtlessly flicked his half-finished smoke over the side towards Hape and his men. It burnt brighter as it fell, finally bursting into a flame and then igniting streams of gas one after the other on the way down. Hape looked up to see an approaching chain of explosions that ignited a stream of gas near them. There was an explosion. Two of Hape's men were blown off the cliff face, lost. Hape looked towards the person whom he thought was Ngā Toroi Rangi and acknowledged with a nod the destructive powers of his rival. Ngā Toroi Rangi could not be beaten in a straight fight. His powers were obviously beyond that of his own. Change of tactic, stealth mode. Hape thought he might be able to cut Na Rangi off before he could reach the summit and claim the power for himself. He and the last of his warriors adjusted their trajectory to an intercept course. A final showdown was coming. Oh, uh, hey, what are you doing? Collecting rocks for my babies so they can paint them? They'll love it. As she bent to grab another set of stones, her eye was suddenly drawn to a curious shape. It was curious, because it was perfectly round and black like a type of obsidian. Wow, hey, Hika, look at this. Yeah, yeah, congratulations, you've found another rock. No, it's not just another rock. It's perfect, a little too perfect, don't you think? Hika had put another smoke into his mouth and was about to light up when he saw a pair of hands grasp the ledge a few meters away. Hape and his last warrior pulled themselves up onto the mountain. Heka lit up his cigarette. Yelled the warrior, who believed the lighter was a form of witchcraft. Out of instinct, he then slowly started to retreat but lost his footing and fell to his death over the side of the cliff. Hape now realised that Ngā Rangi was not only an all-powerful wizard, but had also achieved the abilities of a shapeshifter. Hika's appearance was a far cry from Hape's memories of Ngā Rangi. Hika's smoke dropped out of the corner of his mouth in shock, both at the falling warrior and at the sight of Hape, an ancient figure of dread. Still in shock, Hika blurted out something nonsensical, as you do when you're discombobulated. Nice tattoos. Are those real? Hape was shocked by the rough language. It was obvious that no common spell could kill Natoroi Rangi. He clutched his toki. Hey, An nice book. Hape moved towards Hika. Ah! Oh, hey, hey, dude. What are you? What are you doing? Hape raised his toki to strike Hika, but then suddenly froze in fear. He dropped his toki. With his eyes fixed on the stone in Pai's hand, Hape backed away slowly. Te Ara! Hape recognized one of the sacred Ara stones of Ngā Tōroerang. Te Ara? Hape had now retreated back towards the crater still fixated on the stone. Hey, I, I... think he wants the stone. What? Yeah, I think he wants it. Are you sure? Oi, oh, startled. Pai threw the stone at Hape, who recoiled in fear, trying to avoid it. When the stone hit the ground, a stream of molten fire burst out of the ground where the stone had landed. Happy. consumed Pai and Hika didn't say a word until they reached the car park there were a hundred cars but they were the only ones there knowing that no one would believe their story Hika turned to Pai and said one last thing before he put his foot on the gas my darling Pai I just want to say one thing. You were right. I was. Yeah. I am a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Supporting notes. One, the race between Ngatoroi Rangi and Hapeki Tuarangi is well documented. Two, e Hape e. Kaua Kue Pikiaki, kete Piki Mai koe, ka Heke Te Po o te Rangi. rangi po was named after this. Three. Kaua Kue e Heke Mai kote Wahia e Tunaio kote Onetapu. The place o ne tapu bears this name. Ngatoro Rangi threw one of the sacred ara stones on the crater that brought volcanic fire to the mountain. Four. In 2012, there was a huge eruption on Tongariro. Pakikehua, he mea tuku nga te wānanga o Aotearoa, a nga te māngai pāho i Tautoko. Pakikehua, brought to you by te wānanga o Aotearoa with funding from te māngai pāho.